Good morning, Blue Jay fans, and certainly good morning for everyone who is a fan of the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays extend Jose Barrios seven years, $131 million. We're recording this emergency podcast on Tuesday morning, right as the news is breaking. We're unable to have Jacob with us, as is the nature of emergency podcast, but Bryson, you're here with us. How are you? Wow. Just wow. What a way to start off for Tuesday morning here. Uh, And this kind of came out of the blue. I mean, we woke up to something... Uh, we didn't know how legit it was. It was Hector Jose um, Torres Donato, and he was the one who originally tweeted that Jose Barrios was indeed going to stay with the Blue Jays for the next seven years. So not a lot to think about. And then after that, about a couple hours later, uh, all the insiders and all the reporters began to confirm this. And wow, just what a deal for the Blue Jays. They This is a massive massive uh, staple for the rotation out for the next seven years, and we have lots to talk about today. It's a steal. I mean, $131 million over seven years. Um, If you're including his expected $11 million arbitration in 2022, that's $120 million for six years. $20 million average annual value for one of the most consistent, durable, strongest starters in the Major League Baseball. I mean, every Blue Jay fan should be walking on air right now this is an incredible deal what what are kind of your emotions right now because I don't know I can't stop smiling as soon as we decide that we were going to record I put on my 2015 postseason hat I put on my (laughs) Vladimir Guerrero Jr. new blue jersey I'm walking on air right now how about you oh yeah same with me I I just um at first I was shocked and then Mm -hmm. just because of how it came out and everything like that and then after it kind of, as it's still is starting to sink in for me now, you're kind of understanding that this was something obviously that the Jays were going to try and get done. And this was something that uh, a lot of people thought this was going to be priority number one to start off the offseason. And it turns out uh, that was the way that this started off because we all know right now we're still on November 16th. The CBA still has not expired. So this is one of the first things the Jays do. And what a pretty good way to start, <laughs> start it off by extending Jose Barrios. And everyone knows Uh, what it took to get Jose Barrios here. And everyone knows that him leaving in a year just didn't seem like something that was, you know, it shouldn't, it wasn't allowed to happen based on the haul that the Jays gave up. And like you mentioned, this is a complete steal. 131, 131 million over the, or for the next seven years. Like a part of me, and we were talking about this earlier, is that he could have easily made more on the open market. And that goes for next year because he probably would have pitched... Um, you know, assuming he was going to pitch well next year as well, this lines him up for, or it would have lined him up for a pretty big payday. So for the Jays, this is definitely a team-friendly deal, and it's just amazing that they were able to get this done and the, you know, as quick as it took. As Jose Brios came here in July and spent a couple months here for the last stretch of the season, obviously likes the team, obviously likes the city, and I think that obviously had a pretty big impact to this as well that they were able to get this done so soon. What this means for other free agents, obviously, it's too early for me to know or for any of us to really to know but I mean it's just a way to for Jose Brios to avoid going out to the market avoid talking to other teams they get this done right away before December even comes their first big move of the offseason and now since you have that done you look at your starting rotation for next year you have him you have Hunjin Ryu you have Alec Manoa all three of them are now lined up and not just for the short term and that's something that we were talking about as well with this trade is that Getting Jose Barrios in July lined you up for next year, but now this lines you up for the next seven years, and we all know how good he is. We all know how impressive he was 
as a Blue Jay uh, after he be- began to settle in. He was a solid pitcher, and he's still going to be a solid pitcher for this team going forward. So <clears throat> a massive deal for the Jays, a massive win. And now that you have him signed, you can focus and prioritize on other free agents, like maybe trying to bring back Marcus Simeon or even trying to uh, bring back Robbie Ray. Who knows how much this impacts them, but this allows the Jays to move forward now and to focus solely on the free agent market and maybe some potential trades. Yeah, well, that's a big question. How does this deal impact everything else the Blue Jays are trying to do this offseason? Which I want to get to that, but we'll get to that later because right now I just want to talk about this deal itself and how awesome it is. You look at Jose Brios, I said he's one of the most reliable, one of the most durable starters across Major League Baseball throughout his career since he came up to the majors in, I think, 2016. But that doesn't really capture how good he is and how at the top of his game he is compared to everyone else in Major League Baseball. So you look at the stats, he has the um, uh, second most starts in Major League Baseball over the last four years. He's behind only Aaron Nola, who has 111 starts. Brios has 108. He's tied for second with Patrick Corbin, who also has 108. Um, Just wild numbers there. Or excuse me, he's third. Um, Luis Castillo is above him. But just wild numbers there. And then you look at the most batters faced, he's third again. Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, then Jose Brios. Um, You look at the amount of innings pitched. He's one of 13 pitchers who has thrown 600 or more innings since 2018. And that's including, of course, the 2020 season when we know no one had a lot of innings pitched. But he's one of 13 pitchers. You look at the names of Lucas Giolito, Lance Lynn, Luis Castillo, Kyle Hendricks, Max Scherzer, Zach Greinke, Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, Garrett Cole. These are not bad names. These are the best pitchers in baseball. And you're talking about the Blue Jays getting this guy through his age 20, 34 seasons, you get his prime years. He's only you know 27 years old now, so you're getting his the best years of his career, and you're getting it for $20 million a year. That is an unbelievable bargain for the Blue Jays. And you look at what they're trying to do over the next six, seven years, and this deal really fits the archetype of the team they're trying to build perfectly. Um, you can't paint a better picture of a guy who's going to solidify the rotation for the Blue Jays and be exactly who they need over the next few years. So you look at the deal, you look at how he fits into this team, you look at the bargain the Blue Jays are getting, I'm over the moon. It's it's so, so good to see a guy this durable, this reliable, be with the Blue Jays and be locked up for this long. And really, you're seeing a guy who's entering his prime, could have bet on himself in free agency, but instead, he's choosing to spend those years with the Blue Jays. When is the last time we saw someone who's about to get a big payday in free agency and instead chooses to sign with the Blue Jays and compete with the Blue Jays and potentially, I'm going to sound like Jacob here, but he's not on the podcast today, potentially win a World Series with the Blue Jays. So all in all, this is just an awesome moment for the Blue Jays. The deal itself, what it means for the team and for the city right now, I'm over the moon. That's all I got to say. The biggest thing, too, that you just mentioned was, yeah, like when the odd time where a free agent comes here, usually the Jays are overpaying like an ex- like a decent amount or they're just the team that offer the most money. And we've seen that, obviously, with George Springer. We know that the Jays put together one of the best deals, Hunjin Ryu. And you mentioned it with Jose Barrios. He, they didn't necessarily have to overpay for him because he could have easily gotten more on the free agent market like you mentioned. And I think that's why this this deal is crazy to think. And we obviously know 
Uh, he was he came here in July, and um, you know the thing was you you had the sense that maybe he was going to test the market, and it, it turns out that's at least what the the Minnesota Twins thought. And I know um, his uh, the chief baseball uh, chief baseball officer um, recently spoke of Minnesota, and they they said that their original sense was Jose Barrios was going to want to ch- or have a chance or going to want to test the market, and you know for the Jays to do that and trade for him, and you know pay him enough that he was will, willing to sacrifice that and stay here long-term means something. And obviously, there's so many things that go into that. It goes into the core. It goes into their team, the organization. Everything about them made Jose Brios feel confident that him necessarily uh, bypassing free agency or bypassing the open market was going to be or wasn't going to be a mistake for him. And that's why he decided to sign this deal for the next seven years. And you, you were going through his numbers. You were going through the innings pitched and... You know, the one thing that really catches my mind, too, is he's pretty reliable in terms of health. He's been pretty healthy throughout his entire career. Obviously, 2020, he had 12 starts because that was obviously the shortened season. But other than that, he's had consecutive starts or consecutive years where he's made uh, 32 starts. And he did the same thing this year between the Jays and the Twins. And that's why it's it's a pretty safe bet that he is a solid piece for this rotation. He's going to stay healthy. He's going to give you innings. And the fact that the Jays, and that's the big takeaway, is that they were they did enough for him to forego or bypass free agency and stick to this team long-term, stick with the core, and be one of the pieces of the core. Because he's not just being along for the ride. He's one of the main pieces and one and now one of the main faces of this organization. And I, the one thing I will say is the fact that he is signed for the next seven years, that potentially, I'm not going to confirm or deny this, but that potentially increases my chances of now getting a Jose Barrios jersey. I just want to put that or put that out there. It definitely does. If you're trying to look at someone that you should get a jersey for, obviously like Bobichet, Flatty, Hernandez are up there, but now Jose Barrios, as of right now, he is set to be the longest tenured Blue Jay. He's the only guy under contract for this long. So he is that guy who's going to be with this team for that long. You look back previously, maybe it was like Randall Grishik in 2018 when he signed that five-year deal. Right now, that guy is Jose Brios, and that's what makes this so exciting. He is really committing to the Blue Jays. And, I mean, everyone was talking about at the trade deadline in this past summer when the Blue Jays sent Austin Martin and Simeon Woods Richardson to the Twins, wondering why the Blue Jays paid so much. And part of it was the fact that they weren't just getting him for 2021. They were also getting him for 2022. But another part of it was that the Blue Jays, and Shai Davidi just pointed this out in a tweet, was that the Blue Jays had this time to develop Jose Brios in Toronto, get him familiar with the Blue Jays, and with what what the Blue Jays want to do and what their hopes are for this team and what their clubhouse is like and what the city is like, even though they weren't always playing in Toronto, they were obviously playing in Buffalo and Dunedin, but that was part of that trade. You get one and a half years with him, you have the opportunity to convince him to stay with Toronto before he becomes a free agent, and we're seeing the fruits of that right now. So um, I know Jacob can't be here with us today, but he mentioned that he wanted this to be proof of uh of the fact that you know jose barrios is a blue jay everyone who's hating on mark shapiro and ross atkins is proof of that i think bryson you said the same thing as well um that everyone who disagreed with this trade when it was happening not looking so good now not at all and that's why you know the initial thought and when you go back to this entire trade 
it was pretty divided from the start. And I know there was a lot of people that did support the trade, but there was a lot of people here too that were uncertain. And then there was obviously people that were hating on it right away. So there was kind of three sides to it. And, you know, the fact that, and the fact that he is now signed long-term makes this trade even more likable and makes this trade even more of a win for the Jays. And that's obviously if from the standpoint of them competing as well. And you have to take that into account because you obviously unload prospects like Austin Martin and Simeon Woods Richardson. But the fact that Jose Barrios is now here because a lot of people too, a reason for them not liking this deal was a lot of people had the assumption that he was only here for the rest of 2021, 2022, he hits the open market and he's gone. And that's the initial thought. Not a lot of people allowed this to play out from the start. And I hope that people are now realizing that, well, look what just happened. But, you know, just to give it a chance. And, you know, and even regardless of the free agent things and all that, he's a solid, solid pitcher. And he's one of the top guys in this starting rotation. So a lot of people oversaw all of that. And it really wasn't fair from the get-go. But he's now a main piece of this uh, rotation, a main piece of this core of this team. And that's why, to me, it's a, it's remarkable that they managed to get him to avoid free agency. Because if you're going to ask me uh, at the end of the year, I would have thought for sure that he was going to play out his contract and then test the market. Like usually, what, 90% of the players do. I'm not saying that the Jays would never have kept him, or I'm not saying the Jays weren't going to try and sign him beforehand, but that would would have been my initial thought. And just the fact that they completely avoided him going out in the open market to earn more than 131 million potentially is an absolute win for this franchise and one last stat i want to bring up before we get into kind of the implications of this deal and what it means for the blue jays and free agency in the trade market this offseason and moving forward the last stat i want to bring up is that among pitchers who have thrown 500 or more innings since 2018 of which there are 30 in major league baseball jose brios ranks the 14th among those 30 pitchers in ERA with an ERA of 3.71. Um, and of course, the names above him, I mentioned some of them earlier, but they are the best pitchers in baseball. I mean, Jacob deGrom, historically get great run over the last four years. He's number one. Yeah, Max Scherzer, Walker uh, Bueller, Garrett Cole, Clayton Kershaw, Hyunjin Ryu is one of them, Trevor Bauer, Charlie Morton, Zach Wheeler, Shane Bieber, Zach Greinke, Aaron Nola, Lance Lynn, and then Jose Burrios. So you're talking the 30 best pitchers in Major League Baseball, essentially, over the last four years. Jose Burrios is in the middle of the pack of them, and the Blue Jays get a bargain. So um, when I know when we recorded an emergency podcast when George Springer first signed, um, my reaction was, this is an overpay. And I still love the deal because you have to overpay to get someone like George Springer on the free agent market. But this deal is even better based on the fact that this isn't an overpay. This is an underpay. The Blue Jays are criminally underpaying, essentially, Jose Barrios because um, because of how good he is and how durable he is. But, okay, let's talk about what this means for the Blue Jays in the offseason and what this means in the free agent market. Because Robbie Ray, Marcus Simeon, those are guys that are walking from the Blue Jays. They're testing the free agent market. Does this deal preclude them from signing one of those guys does it take them out of the Robbie Ray market or the Marcus Simeon market what do you think well <clears throat> to be clear I don't think it takes them out of either completely because the initial thought and the initial expectation was this team was ready to spend even more this winter and that included included not just separated included 
trying to get Jose Barrios signed long term. So that you cre- you cross that off the check uh, the checkbox. That's the first thing that you do. It's off the list. Now you have other free agents, and the the other thing too is Marcus Simeon and Robbie Ray aren't going to be the only ones that they obviously pursue. However, if you're going to ask me if it completely takes them out of it, my answer is no. I still think the Jays are in it, and it gives me no reason or expectation to believe that. I think people have been tweeting that as well. I think Ben Nicholson-Smith is also one who said that as well. So it doesn't give me any reason to believe that all of a sudden these guys aren't for sure coming back. However, you know, when you want to look at someone like Robbie Ray, does that maybe decrease the chances that he does come back? I think there's an argument for that. But again, I don't think anything's out of the question. I think it'd be crazy to to think that. So, and of course, when you look at position players like Simeon, there's going to be other players that the Jays pursue. It's still, it, you know, I don't really think it changes much for them. And I think a lot of people um, are on that side as well. I don't think there's reason to believe or expectations that all of a sudden the Jays are done spending because we know that they're not and we know that they're going to have to, you know, they have a lot of work to do still for the rest of the offseason to get this team even better for 2022. And that's the big part here is that just because Barrios is done, it doesn't mean that, you know, the Jays are hands are back and now they're going to ride, you know, just sail into spring training with whatever they have. They still have lots of work to do. Uh, they're keeping, they're going to keep tabs on both of them. And there's going to be so many more people. We know there's, you know, Jose Ramirez trade rumors. We know there's so many other rumors going on besides Simeon and Ray. But if you're going to ask me, no, uh, the Jays are not out of it completely in terms of uh, keeping Robbie Ray and, you know, or keeping Marcus Simeon. They are still very much involved and we know that they are going to be spending more and we know that there's still money to spend for them this winter. Yeah, I completely agree. I don't think it takes the Blue Jays out of anything. Um, if anything, it kind of opens their books a little bit because maybe that sounds weird, but like I said, you're getting someone who's so, so good for not a lot of money. You're not committing a lot for future years, so I still think it leaves the door open for another big deal, whether that is Marcus Simeon, whether that is Robbie Ray, or if that's someone on the free agent market. If I know we've bounced around the name of Eduardo Rodriguez. He's off the board, um, and I mean – just compare that deal to what the Blue Jays just did with Jose Barrios. Eduardo Rodriguez got five years, $77 million from the Detroit Tigers, which we're going to talk about more, I assume, in our next podcast, probably on Friday or Saturday. But um, you compare that deal with what the Blue Jays just did with a guy of Jose Barrios's caliber, I think it goes to show, again, how good a deal it is. But yeah, I don't think it precludes the Blue Jays from doing anything. I still think they're going to be in the market for top-tier free agents, whether that's someone like Corey Seager, whether they're not in the market for someone up that high, whether it's someone lower down on the list, as we've talked about in our off-season preview episode. But um, I still think they're heavily involved in the market for all these guys because this deal is not so large uh, that it stops the Blue Jays from doing anything. Um, I mean, we'll have to wait to see what the money distribution is because that's obviously going to be an important part of it if they're not paying much over the next few years and it's heavily backloaded maybe that helps free up money for another big short-term deal for someone who you know we've talked about guys who might be getting their last payday but maybe someone like Justin Verlander or Max Scherzer maybe that opens the door for a short short-term high value deal for one of those guys if the Burrios deal is backloaded it all depends on where they're getting this money from and what, how they're spending that money in the future years with Brios, but I do not think that this stops them from making a deal. Um, and we do have just confirmation from Jeff Passan um, officially that this deal is happening, which, I mean, we were already pretty sure. We had Ben Nicholson-Smith and Shai Davidi and 
um, John Morosi and all these guys, but Jeff Passan officially weighing in. Um, apparently the deal includes an opt-out clause after the fifth season um, and a limited no-trade pr- uh, protection as well. Um, and he confirms the, the terms of the deal, seven years, $131 million. So there we go. It's it's officially official as far as official goes. Um, it's pending a physical, according to Ben Nicholson-Smith's report. But yeah, I think this doesn't take the Blue Jays out of any market or any deal. I still think they're going to be involved in looking for a starting pitcher. I still think they're going to be involved in deals that could potentially cost them a lot of money. I don't think it affects really their offseason plans to that great an extent. Obviously, now you have less of a need for long-term pitching, but I still think they're going to be involved in that market because they're still looking to build off the guys that they already have. So um, I guess a question for you is how fast you think this deal is coming. If we both agree that there's going to be another big deal, the Blue Jays are still in the market for one of those guys, what do you think the potential is for them to make a deal over the next two to three weeks before the CBA is announced? Because another thing, That's great about this deal is that it's happening before the CBA, before all this complicating factors with, you know, labor negotiations and work stoppages and lockouts. Before any of this happens, the Blue Jays are getting this deal out of the way. Do they get another deal out of the way before the December 1st deadline? I know we're kind of reading tea leaves right here and there's really no solid way to predict this, but I'm curious what you think. That's that's a tough one because we know, um, and you want to go back to last week, we know that people are, you know, the initial report was Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager, their markets are so, you know, high right now that they are possibly, or, you know, I wouldn't say likely because who knows how legitimate it is, but it's possible that they do sign before that CBA expires on December 1. So, you know, I, I don't know if the Jays make a significant move before then. I have a feeling that this is going to carry into the new year, and that's obviously going to go for every other team. So it doesn't just put the day, uh, the Jays at a disadvantage. If they make anything else, it might be something small, like a minor or something not as you know big as what we saw this morning with Barrios. I do think they're done with these big moves until the new year. Um, you know, and of course that can also, that could definitely change if someone like Marcus Simeon decides to resign or again, if it was a tactic used by them and all of a sudden they're going to wait as well until the new CBA is signed. So I just think that it's going to be like this for, you know, the rest of the market, the rest of, you know, all the remaining 29 teams that this could possibly boil over into the new year as well with somebody like Robbie Ray. I don't expect him to sign, um, until the new CBA is also kind of, agreed upon as well. So I have a hunch that this could be it for a little bit. However, I do hope I'm wrong because we need the content. And I do hope it's someone like, you know, Marcus Simeon and Robbie Ray staying because we all know how important they are. We've discussed that so many times. Or if it's just another move, um, you know, who, no matter who it is, that the Jays decide to go out and do. So I just have a hunch that this could be it. And if it is it, it's a pretty good way to kind of Click pause with keeping Jose Burrios. Definitely didn't want that to boil over into the new year as well. I think that's crucial that this was done before the CBA expired. And we know that there's lots of work to do with this team. We know that there's so many more improvements. We both have touched on that uh, so far today. So although there is a lot of room to be done and a lot of room for improvement uh, to go before spring training does start, this is a great day to be a Blue Jays fan and a great day for Jose Burrios as he gets to stay here now for the next seven years. Yeah. I think I disagree with you. I think the Blue Jays are going to, you know, if even if it doesn't happen, they're going to be 
trying very hard to get something done over the next two or three weeks. Because, I mean, just look at the... So far, this free agent market has been what none of us have expected. Because, I mean, I said in our off-season preview episode, I don't expect anyone big to sign before December 1st. We already have Eduardo Rodriguez off the board. We have the Blue Jays making a big move for Jose Barrios. We have... Um, Noah Syndergaard just signing a deal a couple minutes ago as we record this, uh, $21 million one year with the Los Angeles Angels. So I, the, the off season market has been way more, um, energetic and way more active than I expected heading into this off season. So I honestly think a big name is going to come off the board over the next few weeks. I think it's going to be a name the Blue Jays are interested in, whether it actually goes to the Blue Jays or not, who knows, but I think something will happen um, with a player that the Blue Jays are involved with. Yeah, that's that, that's fair too. And you know that they're going to be interested and they're going to be doing everything they can. And yeah, if you're going to talk to, if you want to expand it to, I guess, the rest of the free agent board and the, you know, the other remaining 29 teams, I do think there's going to be more moves. I know somebody who is feels like we're getting close to him signing too, and this is not Blue Jays related, is Carlos Correa. And there's been a lot of rumors with him and the Detroit Tigers. So I do think there's still a lot of big names to come off the board. And like you mentioned, Noah Syndergaard uh, is signed as well this morning with the Los Angeles Angels. But uh, yeah, for the Blue Jays standpoint, I'm not as sure. But for the rest of the free agents and those big names, I do think we are still going to get some movement. And again, it's much better like this. I mean, waiting until January and February to talk about signings is a little bit of a struggle at times. And it's been like this for the past few years, but knowing that <clears throat> players are now, you know, feeling that they have to get something done before the CBA expires, gives them a little bit more of a motivation to get something done beforehand. And it's making this off season pretty exciting. And it's been a great one so far to start things off. So I can't complain. And I do hope you're right. I do hope the Jays make a big splash before December one again, but it, who knows if they, it will happen or not. But I do think for the rest of the market and the rest of the free agents, we will still see movement before that CBA expires. Yeah. I uh I don't know. I think I want these deals to happen over a long period of time. The the content creator part of me wants them to happen over a long period of time. I don't want I was having this discussion with uh Peter Keedwell, a friend of the podcast who was on the podcast a couple years ago now, but um he was saying I wish it was like the NHL where everyone just signs on one day and it's over with. But for me, I want to stay engaged with the team. I want to have things to talk about and things to think about for the duration of the offseason. So I kind of like the way it's working. As frustrating as it can be, you know, talking about rumors for weeks on end, I I kind of want it to run out. But um, any final thoughts about this deal and about the hell of a morning we're having so far before we wrap it up? Yeah, I think ever since I mentioned that <clears throat> there was a likelihood I was going to get a Barrios jersey, I think over the duration of this podcast, it is now a confirmation that I will be getting one. I think that's a good way to end it off for me on this. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll need photos to post on the socials, of course. Uh, but yeah, it's hell of a morning for Blue Jay fans. Hell of news to wake up to uh, from the rumor that we heard around, what, 7 a.m. to what we actually got eventually with a confirmation Hell of a morning, hell of a day for the Blue Jays. Uh, We'll wrap it up there. Thank you to everyone who listened to this emergency podcast, Section 138. As always, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Section 138pod. You can find us on social media at Section 138pod. And if you aren't following us, you may have missed this episode. So go follow us so you don't miss any future episodes. Um, That's all we got for today. We really appreciate you listening, and we are very excited to talk more about this deal and everything else happening in the Blue Jays world later this week. We'll catch you then.